Hi, listeners. This is Joe. I am sorry to tell you that this episode is a little bit different in audio quality. Right before we started recording, the computer must have ran into a bug and changed the level for my audio. My microphone doesn't sound so great. I'm sorry. It's a one-time deal. We will know how to stop this in the future. All right. Now I'll let you get to the show. Super Herb Elixir adaptogen powered with balanced energy. Welcome to Top Brew, the show that is best served fresh. This is episode 68. I am Joe Darnell, your host, and joining me is the coffee roaster champion of Dallas, Georgia, Mr. Eric Rauch. Good afternoon, Joe. Good afternoon. It is a lovely weekend here in Georgia. It is smoldering outside. It, it is. is stoking. It is. In the moment you hit 80 degrees, it's basically 100 degrees with the, uh, the heat humidity. Yeah. yeah. And so it's actually a pressure cooker right now. It's 91 degrees outside, partly cloudy because, well, I think God is like roasting vegetation. So there's this smoke rising from the earth. It is, yeah, it's it's just, it's insane. I'm so grateful that we did have a spring here in northern Georgia, which was fantastic. And we had, we can't complain at all about the spring this year because it was amazing. But yeah, summer is here and summer is here with a vengeance. <laughs> De- deadly this year. You know, in other years when we've talked about cold brew coffee, which we're going to discuss today, we didn't feel like it was something that had caught on just yet, not in any way around here. Yeah, what a difference a year makes. Yeah, because this year it seems like not only, I mean, I don't know that many people who actually prefer it yet, but it has entered into the public consciousness. Right. It has hit the tipping point when people know that it exists and they don't as they don't get as confused with iced coffee as they used to. Right. Yeah. And that, and that was going to be my next point is that there is a, there is a difference between cold brew and iced coffee, but um, it's just, it's interesting how, yeah, people are using that, that, that terminology effortlessly, not just interchangeably between cold brew and iced coffee. Well, it's, it's just, it's one or the other, but it's the same thing. Well, no, it's not. Um, and if, if you're wondering what's the difference, because uh, maybe maybe you don't know, it's the the issue is that iced coffee was traditionally just a hot brewed coffee that was then it was made cold, with ice. poured over ice, or you, you did you did something you put in the refrigerator, or it grew with popularity uh, thanks to Starbucks, wouldn't you say? But then yeah, the, and then cold brew is actually it's not made hot, so yeah, that's the difference between iced coffee and cold brew. Yeah, in the hot coffee, it never begins cold. Oh, my room temperature beans and water. But, I mean, seriously, you're there's no stage in hot brewed coffee that you intend to make it cold. It, it, preferably, you make it hot and keep it hot and drink it as it cools down. Mm-hmm. But you, you're drinking it on the hot side of things. And with cold brew coffee, it's sort of the, the opposite, the inverse of the spectrum. You start with cold and you end cold. Mm-hmm. And you don't really want to drink it when it gets lukewarm temperature and it's actually much easier to make than people realize the difficulty is how long it takes right so we had a recipe that we talked about in the past on the show but we haven't actually had an episode just about cold brew i thought we did and what happened was last year in episode 26 was around this time and starbucks introduced their new cold brew okay and it was like they were reinventing whatever they called their cold brew i don't think they actually had a cold brew before but iced coffee probably at the time it easily got confused with the iced coffee everybody thought it was a new kind of iced coffee at starbucks yeah 
and some of their marketing was off it was confusing but it's it's probably why people around here now know what cold brew is because when they ask for a cold iced coffee at starbucks they're probably asked every time by the barista there did you mean cold brew or did you mean iced coffee Mm -hmm. and you got unsweetened you have sweetened you have those with cream and those without Preferably with your craft coffee approach, you start without additives and you go from there like we would. Nowadays, it's uh, it's so much in the consciousness that I think that the coffee industry is convinced that there is space for cold brew on store shelves. So I was in the grocery store the other day and going through the meat section at Publix, and I come to the end of the aisle when I'm, in, you know, met by somebody there with a free sample table of something that looks peculiar sitting on ice. And I'm, I asked him, what was that? And he says, that's cold brew coffee, you know, stock cold brew coffee. Would you like some? I was like, really? And he had sweetened and unsweetened. I tried the sweet and I was like, wow. So this new here? And he says, yeah, it is. And I, I didn't think much of it. I was just like, well, that, that's a curiosity. And then I go down the back wall where they have the margarine, the butter, and the, the half and half. And I'm approaching yogurt. And between the half and half and the sour cream, there's... Nine different kinds of cold brew coffee to choose from. One of them's on sale. So you said this guy was giving samples in the meat department on the other end of the store. Yeah. From where it was actually being sold. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I, the whole thing was just kind of a jarring, but, and he didn't even tell me where to find it. I, I just happened to look upon it. I was like, you know, it's high time we talk about these yeah. because if they're on the grocery store shelves, I imagine some people are hesitant about making their own at home, mm-hmm. even though they have the French press. Look, people, all you got to do is make French press coffee and not press it overnight and then press it in the morning when you're getting your oatmeal. But... If that's not your thing, I, I understand why you would rather experiment with something that is pre-bottled, pre-packaged. And there's a lot of them. They're in gas stations or at every grocery store now. We made our own in the French press. I, I called it the Cup of Joe. And it's my own cold brew. Nothing special. We based this, uh, this brew on the original recipe that we've talked about at Thrasher Coffee's website. Okay. And then we got this, um, this other I discovered a day at the health food store called... Rebel, uh, it's a super herbs infusion, organic and fair trade, maca cold brew. I knew this was going to be different because it's coffee and co- with coconut milk. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so that's what gives it that it's a caramel uh, milky color in the cup. Oh, yeah, it says dairy-free on the... Uh on the top of the bottle. I was actually looking through the, the health food store to see what they had there. They had almond milk cold brew coffee as well. And I was like, uh, I don't know. I've heard really good things about coconut milk, but uh, I don't know about almond milk. Yeah, I think they're, they're somewhat... Almond, almond milk is kind of... Is, is kind of um, It depends on what you're eating it with. Uh, kind of smooth on your tongue, I guess. I'd be okay with it with some things. Yeah. I don't think I'd be happy with it with all things. And I'm not putting anything in my cold brew. It's just we're leaving these as is. But this yeah. this second one, the the Rebel, is actually some kind of energy drink. So oh, it is. Okay. Drink, drink it cautiously oh, here. Okay. <laughs> and then, I mean, the least ways that is how they depict themselves on their website and then some of their packaging. They okay. emphasize it is a healthy energy source. And it's organic and fair trade. You know, it wouldn't be that healthy for you if it wasn't fair trade and organic. No, absolutely not. It's powered by plants. It says, 
I don't know what that means. Powered by plants. Well, it means that there's there's no no animal product in it. It's, well, aren't we all really? When you just think it, come, it comes right down to it, aren't we all powered by plants? Even the meat we eat is powered by plants. Yeah. yeah. So and then we have this third option here that we're going to review. This is stock. Is that how you would pronounce it? St. Uh, um, they have a, they have a line over the O. Oh, okay. Stoke cold brew iced coffee. I don't. They're confusing me, Eric. On the packaging, it says Stoke cold brew iced coffee, and it, there's oh, no it does. In the, there's no ice in the package. They're, they well, they're, they're just yeah, they're just covering all the bases there because it says low and slow ten hour brew. It's cold brew, but hey, it's coffee that you drink cold. So even a tire kicker coming to the the section and seeing their packaging there is like, well, what is, what is cold brew? Oh, it's iced coffee. Oh, okay. I'll try that. So they're not as convinced as you are that, that there is a, uh, a delineation among the, the public of knowing the difference between cold brew and iced coffee. So I, I think they're probably just hedging their bets. Mm. Well, okay. I'm ready to try some of these. Let's go ahead and start with the cup of Joe. Cup of Joe. From my very own French press. Here we go. It's a little bit on the weak side. This is from the Pioneer. It was cold brewing for 10 hours. Would it significantly improve if I gave it two, three more hours? No, I don't think so. I don't think you did the ratio right. Okay. I mean, it's fine. It, it Based tastes... on our tastes, I think we're used to stronger coffee. Yeah. Uh, it actually tastes like iced coffee after the ice is melted. Right. A bit diluted. One of the things that, that I do when I make... Uh, cold brew this way is I don't refrigerate it. I don't refrigerate it until it's done. So really? I, yeah, I, I do the immersion at at room temperature. I won't do it just overnight. I'll do it for 24 hours. If I drop something in, I'm trying to think the the ratio. It's been a while. It would, it would be on the on the Thrasher website, but I think it's eight ounces, half a pound of coffee to a gallon of water. I think. And on the original recipe we had on there, it said to use th- uh, two thirds of a cup of beans to 12 ounces of coffee. Then I would I would just let that sit on the countertop at room temperature for 24 hours. So if I made it at eight o'clock one one morning for as much as 24 hours, see, for at least 24 hours. See, a lot of the cycles I read when doing research, they said like 12, 14 hours. Yeah, which which is probably fine. I mean, I don't I don't know that you that you get all that much of a too difference. much more out of those extra. And what's interesting too with cold brew is that it lasts that long. If you deal with hot coffee, most people say it goes sour mm-hmm. or stale, a stagnant yeah. after the first hour or so after you've brewed it. Right. Yeah, and that and that is the chemical reaction that happens when 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 the hot water hits the coffee. This a is A lot of people would blame it on the the actual ingredients. Yeah. Yeah, but no, this is just this is just letting letting the 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 two ingredients interact at room temperature for for a set number of hours. So there's no real shock one way or the other. It's just room temperature water, room temperature coffee, letting them mingle together for 24 hours, and you filter it out, and then you drink it. Mm. It's very simple, very easy, um, and the result is really pretty good. This is smooth. I mean, it, it is watery, but it's smooth. Just a hair close to the on the weak side and what's funny is my first swallow from my cup i actually thought was weak and then as i drank it more i was actually like hey that is growing on me i don't you know get, why yeah. but I, get, I enjoyed it more and more with every swallow and you do get different um different characteristics with the cold brew then like if you made this this same coffee hot right. and then you made it as a, as a cold brew you're going to taste different things the, the way i knew that it was pioneer was a because i knew what bag of the beans i got it out of but also well, the that's way kind the pi- of cheating. Exactly. But then the other way was by smell. 
Okay. My, my coffee had a strong aroma. When we opened up the bottles for the store-bought coffees, I could hardly smell them. Really? But when we poured, just now, when we poured my cold brew, I smelled it, and I knew the smell was Pioneer. Really? Yeah. I noticed that the Rebel beverage has a distinct, uh, like, coconut milk oh, yeah. smell to yeah. it when you get close. That one definitely has a... It, it seems nutty or something. It smells like... It was like cereal milk, you know, after you've, yeah. after you've eaten your cereal. and What did they put in that bottle? Shake well. Oh, okay. <laughs> did you do that? Actually, I did three times today. So my coffee is good, but I want to report next time that I, I stepped it up a notch because I felt like I have failed this podcast. That, that should have been stronger. And I've noticed this too. When summer arrived, I, I, I just... My tastes kind of like switched gears a little bit. For one, when the temperature got over 85, I lost almost all interest in hot coffee. I've been drinking hot coffee like regiment, as I always do, one in the morning and one in the afternoon. And I feel like I've hit the turning point where I want cold brew coffee. Mm. And that being the case, I I would say I am not satisfied with my own results. So I'm going to approach it the way you did with increasing my beans and doubling the brew time. Doubling and then just let it sit on the counter. Don't, don't. That too. Yeah. Try. um, Which I didn't think about because I was like, well, why would it sit it on the counter? We don't let anything just sit on the counter in the kitchen. That is not how you get supper made, breakfast made, lunch made. You just don't sit things on the counter unless it's in a crock pot. But but if that's the way you go, that's the way you go. I mean, as long as you're going to drink it within within a day or two, you know, if you're going to, and then you're going to put it back in the refrigerator anyway, so it'll it'll get cold. I mean, just as a test, maybe try the next time get the ratio where you like it, and then and and then try a test between brewing in the refrigerator and brewing on the countertop. The one downside I can see as a coffee consumer is that we would go through a lot more grounds to make this much, this volume of coffee as cold brew versus hot coffee, Mm -hmm. which is not a big deal to me. It's like for a whole French press, I can get by with four ounces of beans if it's hot. And if I'm going to do this right with a cold brew, we're pushing eight ounces of beans, sorry, uh, What I typically use to make my French press coffee is four liquid ounces in the measuring cup. So when you look on the side of the glass, it says, you know, ounces. Yeah. And it says, you know, four ounces, what it means is liquid ounces. That's the line I fill it up to when I'm getting my beans out of the bag. Well, then then how much water do you use? I just fill it up to a certain point on the French press right below the spout. Next time you do it, using that same ratio, figure out. How much coffee you put, you said four liquid ounces in the measuring cup. Then instead of filling just the French press with the water, fill the French press with the water with the measuring cup. So then then you'll have a then you'll have a ratio. You know, you filled your your measuring cup up twice, and let's say that that's sixteen ounces of water. So you used used four liquid ounces of coffee and f- and sixteen liquid ounces of water, and then that would be your ratio is four to one. Right. This episode is brought to you by Magic Coffee Truck, the delicious source of coffee infusion confections on wheels. When I want specialty cold brew, sweets, and flavorful syrups, I hurry to their online store. They have some new seasonal items that will whet your appetite. They're rocking cold brew coffee infused with fresh Georgia peach syrup. Yum! But the real highlight has got to be the coffee-infused meat rub. I'm upping my grilling game this summer, and it's because of spices like these that I want to cook outside. 
even in the humid southern air. As it turns out, coffee makes an excellent flavoring for meats. But the kicker here is that matcha coffee trucks rub isn't just a coffee flavoring. It has cinnamon, coffee, cayenne, cumin, black pepper, and pink Himalayan salt to give it an otherworldly taste. And what meat rub do you know of that's made to order? Yeah, the magic coffee trucks, mm-hmm. Sharon and her crew of woodland creatures offer you something remarkable in every tasty beverage and morsel. She understands the idea that today's coffees, syrups, and spices should be the highlight of your day, so you deserve a magical experience. Shop for her handmade goods at magiccoffeetruck.etsy.com or use the link in the show notes to get there and use the discount code magic 20 to get 20% off of your purchase. When you shop at Magic Coffee Truck, you're supporting Top Brew and bringing the world's best coffee infusions to your doorstep. Okay, well then now let's move on to the the Rebel coffee. I want to get this one out of the way. I don't want to end on this one and have its lingering taste yeah. on my palate because this has got the the special milk in it. It smells good. It, it has all this marketing copy on the bottle. It must be good. It must be healthy for you. It smells kind of caramely. I wanted to know how you pronounce maca because this is called maca cold brew. I think you just did. And well, when I looked it up on Google, and what I do is whenever there's a word like this, I don't know how to pronounce. I look it up as how to pronounce, and then I put in the word. Yeah. And then I find a video on YouTube where they pronounce it for you. And it's usually some foreigner that's bilingual that will say the word for me. Yeah. Well, I got that. To, I got to that video, and it was actually the the voice of the Mac OS X computer that just read it aloud. Maka. 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 And I was like, <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, you can't, you can't trust the, the voice of the operating system for your pronunciations, dude. You can't make the video that way. So OS 10 and Joe Darnell agree that it's Maka. Yeah, but I, I don't trust ourselves. <laughs> so that tastes better than I expected, but it doesn't taste much like cold brew. It reminds me of a melted frappuccino. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. It, it tastes like a melted... You do get the coconut. It's subtle, but it's it is, nice. Yeah. And I like that a lot more than I, w- I think I would have liked the almond. It smells sweeter than it actually tastes. Here's what it's got in it. Organic coconut milk. That's the first ingredient, which is made of water and organic coconut cream. And then we got organic fair trade cold brewed coffee. Doesn't say what brand or what its uh, source is. Organic coconut sugar, organic maca root extract, then organic vanilla extract, pink salt, organic some other word extract, and then organic stevia extract. Stevia? That was the last ingredient. I don't like stevia. Well, yeah. I don't don't have a reason not to like stevia. I just don't like it. Well, I don't like any artificial sweetener. I didn't realize that the stevia was in there, but I was getting this. You get that chemically flavor, that that artificial sweetener flavor. All of those... Honestly, I haven't identified it yet. It's more in the aftertaste. Yeah, it's not nearly as strong as it is in, say, sodas that use stevia. Right, but it's in the finish that, that something just... Something just doesn't taste right. It has a sweetness to it, but then there's also a tinge of something artificial. Powered by plants and artificial sweeteners. You know, I I like this. I I like it a lot more than a Red Bull. If I was picking my energy drinks, I I would go with this over a Mountain Dew. 
It's probably healthier for me. And it has a coffee quality to it. It's just not a very true cold brew beverage. No, coffee coffee's definitely not the uh, um, See, I, I the leader of, of the show here. And I, I feel frustrated because they are marketing the product as a cold brew. I mean, well, it, it's not listed as a... Uh, what, what else would you call it on the bottle? Like, if this was Starbucks brand, the bottle should probably say Starbucks Frappuccino with coconut milk, you know? With no ice or whatever. Super herb elixir adaptogen powered with balanced energy. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to rule it out. I see how this would work for people who enjoy additives. If you enjoy the creams, the milks, this is certainly healthier for you than the dairy product. One of the things that um, I discovered when we were doing, this was last summer, and we were taking our, our cold brew around to different events and, and letting people taste it. People were not only drawn to an unbelievable amount of sugar. I mean, because we, we had one that was, that was unsweetened, then we had another one that was sweetened. And, and I, I, I sweetened the first batch that we did. And people that came up and wanted sweet and said, it's not sweet enough. So we, we put even more sugar in. And to me, it was like sickeningly sweet. And then people were like, yeah, that's where it's supposed to be. And then they wanted, they wanted milk in it. So they wanted something that looked like that, you know, something that looked tan and was super sweet. Yeah, they, they sound like my grandfather who would pour like half of the pepper shaker and salt shaker onto his food before he took the first bite. Yeah, but yeah, before even tasting it. So there is definitely a market for this. There is definitely a group. But it doesn't even seem to be as sweet as some of the beverages I have had out there. Like I think those real sugar fiends, the people with a sweet tooth, yeah. would end up adding some more to this beverage. Probably, if given the yeah. option, yeah. Yeah. Because when I try that, I'm like, hmm, that's balanced. And I can see again. Yeah, it's definitely not overly sweet. It lends itself again to that health-concerned consumer's mindset as far as a beverage. It doesn't seem overly sweet. Leave your mouth filmy. You know, it has. It just has one of those. Well, that's the problem with milk. That's why you don't eat breakfast cereal, Eric. It'll leave your mouth filmy. That's why. And uh, that's why. Okay. Okay. So moving on to the last one, we got number three. Stoke. Stoke. I'm stoked. Stoke. I'm sorry. I had to see, I had to go there. I'm turning into a dad joke guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but uh, seriously, this is the biggest bottle. So if it's good, then I'm looking forward to the rest of it. It says uh, low and slow, 10-hour brew. I hope that's enough. And this is, and this one says unsweet on the bottle. I assume you can get this sweet. If you... it, it doesn't say if they brewed it on the counter in r- room temperature, but we'll find out. I doubt it, but they probably used... Something a little bit similar to that. I have to go back to my brew now because this is not sweetened either. And if I'm, if I'm right, I think mine t- seems stronger than theirs. It's not that yours is stronger. Yours has, yours has more going on. Different characteristics. Their their beans seem more. I don't want to say generic. But like, go ahead and say kind that. of plain. Yeah, exactly. Maybe plain than my yeah. beans do. Yeah. Now, th- again, this this could be because because we're following up this film in your mouth drink. Yeah. Visually, your cold brew and the Stoke cold brew. There, I mean, there's no comparison. One looks like iced tea, and the other one looks like like Coke. The Stoke is much darker visually, but taste wise, there's there's just not a whole lot of coffee action going on with the Stoke. Um, See, I was expecting so much more from Stoke. Mm. It's very balanced. 
It, it but but it's Smooth, it's yeah. so balanced that it really it's so balanced it almost reminds me of water. It, it doesn't seem diluted. It just seems very generic. Right. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't have any. Any. I'm uh, looking for something, and I, I keep taking a swallow, and I can't taste anything. There's there's no there's no characteristic when you drink hot coffee. You're trying to pick out: is it acidic? Is it is it this? Is it that? You're trying to pick out different flavors. No. Well, this one you wouldn't be able to really pick oh. any. It just it's 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 coffeeish. Well, that's something they say about cold brew in general: is that it's more balanced in flavors. It is smoother. It's that's not true. going to have the acidic bite. But, and it's not going to have the bitterness. But it should retain some of the characteristics of the beans. Um, it kind of smells like pretzels. Pretzels? Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it does, in a way. Without the salt. It's not bad. It's not bad at all, but it just, it's very, um, it's very flat. I guess it's It is. Just, if I was going to introduce anyone to cold brew, I wouldn't start with any of these three because mine is too weak, even though it's got the unique pl- flavor profile of craft coffee beans. Stoke is good if you're c- very careful about sensitive taste buds and someone's like, oh, no, I don't like bold coffee. Yeah. Uh, don't give me your French press stuff. It may, yeah. you know, because it's too strong. I can understand going with Stoke, but it doesn't. It doesn't really capture what I've had from cold brew before, mm-hmm. and you'll notice that we didn't really talk about Starbucks and review Starbucks. And the reason for that is I tried them a year ago, and I tried them again the other day at the the drive through, and I still feel the same way about them. It was consistent again. I, I think that their cold brew is okay for uh, the for people who are not looking for the unique per- flavors of craft coffees. What you find there is it tastes like the cold equivalent of their Pike's Roast. And that means it tastes burnt. Uh, it tastes earthy. It tastes bold. And I just, uh, no, it's, I've had other cold brew that I'd most definitely preferred over it. So how, when you went to the drive-thru, how did you order it? You just, you just ordered just a cold said, brew? give me a cold brew. And they said, do you want the iced or do you want the cold? I said the cold. And then they asked, do you want it sweetened? And I said, no. Wait, and they said, they what? Get, do you want it iced? We were pointing out earlier, a lot of people don't know the difference yet between cold and iced. Yeah. So I think that they just err on the side of caution. If anyone pulls up and says, hey, give me an iced coffee, they ask, do you mean the cold brew or do you mean the iced coffee? Or, you know, vice versa. And then the customer confirms, well, what I mean is, give me the cold brew. And what did you say? You wanted the cold brew? Give me cold brew unsweetened. But did it still come in in a cup full of ice? Was 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 it iced down? It was not iced down. It was just the cold. Okay. I don't recommend it. <laughs> it's just, I mean, like if you have an issue with any of the Starbucks beverages because you don't like the, the flavor of their coffees, yeah. don't go with that. Okay. And if, you, if you're a Starbucks fan because you like their sweet uh, dolled up drinks, then <laughs> you're not going to like it anyway because right. it's plain. It, it's just the coffee, you know. Well, what was the, uh, on, the uh, on the financial side here, what did that, what did that, what is that, a, a 32, oh, it's a 48 ounce bottle for the Stoke. What did that cost? That was on sale for four dollars. Okay, um, and how much was the the uh, the Rebel? The Rebel, which is a much smaller you know container, than, what is like that? the size of a your average Red Bull. That, this at regular price twelve ounces was okay. four dollars. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. So cost wise, they're about the same <laughs> for a very different quantity. Wow. Okay. I think that the Stoke regularly is seven dollars a bottle, which means it, it puts it in as the cheapest at my grocery store. If you want to buy Starbucks 
cold brew off the grocery store shelf, it was, I think, $9.99. For a, a bottle this size? Mm-hmm. The exact same thing. Oh, wow. Now, there, then there was the the Chameleon brand, which I mentioned the other day on Twitter, and one of my friends there, Cody Coates, said that he's tried Chameleon and he didn't care for it, so we didn't bring it into this review today. Okay. But they are available at gas stations and grocery stores. They were also available at the health food store. Really? So I imagine that there is some market out there for Chameleon. I just, I haven't given it a try yet. Okay. I haven't given it a fair shake. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, results are in. If you want to make cold brew at home, that is probably the best way to go. The and best best for your buck. Yeah. yeah. And you can appreciate the flavor of your own beans. You'll know what you'll get from right. it. And you can avoid the additives. You can avoid the sweeteners. And it's fun and exciting. Film. It's fun and exciting for 24 hours of watching the press just sit there on your counter. Yes. Do it. Do it, people. <laughs> My thanks to you for joining us for episode 68 of Top Brew. Show notes with the links to everything that we have discussed here is at topbrew.fm slash 68. If you want to find any of these cold brews online and check them out better, you can do that there. Also, if you want to catch us on Twitter, we're at topbrewfm. I am JCS Darnell on Twitter if you want to reach me there. I also want to give a huge thanks to our sponsor again, Magic Coffee Truck. Get made-from-scratch coffees, um, coffee marshmallows, those syrups, and their cold brews. And use the discount code magic to me 20 to get 20% off of your purchase. I am Joe Darnell. Thanks for listening to Top Brew. Top Brew.